This is the story of a race. Not as it has so often been portrayed, a race against other scientists making other vaccines. With billions of people needing to be protected, we were always going to need all the vaccines we could get. Ideally made using different technologies, so that if one failed, another could step in. With different raw materials to minimise the likelihood of global shortages, and in different countries to protect against hoarding and vaccine nationalism. Instead, it was a race against the devastating virus that took millions of lives, ruined livelihoods, emptied schools, kept us apart from people we loved, and closed down entire societies. It was a race that, even as the world locked down in the first months of 2020, we had in some ways already lost. It is a race we are still running. As mutant variants threaten to escape the vaccines and treatments we have developed to bring the pandemic under control. And if and when we do cross the finishing line, sadly there will not be much time for celebration. We will already be in training for the next one. My colleague Kath and I decided to write this book in the summer of 2020. By this point, we had designed our vaccine, known as the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine, made it and started trialling it. We were fairly confident that it would work, but we did not yet have the data to prove it. The country was starting to open up again, and though there were warnings that there might be a second wave, people's lives seemed to be moving back towards something like normal. Our own lives were a bit more normal too. We were occasionally having a day off at the weekend, and I was forcing myself to get some exercise. We realised that we wanted to do something to engage with people's concerns about vaccines and show the exquisite care and attention that goes into making them safe. We wanted to dispel some myths about vaccines, science and scientists. And we wanted the chance to tell the real story, at least our part of the story, of how we made the Oxford vaccine. Scientific discovery on this scale is very rarely a eureka moment for a lone genius. It definitely was not in this case, and we hope we never sound as though we think we did what we did on our own. It was a collaborative effort by an international network of thousands of heroes, dedicated scientists in Oxford and across four continents, but also clinicians, regulators, manufacturers and the brave volunteer citizens who offered up their arms for us and week after week stuck cotton buds down their throats. And though there was plenty of drama, there was not one big breakthrough moment, in a bath or under an apple tree or late at night in a silent empty lab, but rather lots and lots and lots of small moments. Detail after detail that we had to get completely right, item after item to be ticked off the list, problem after problem that had to be solved. Some of those were scientific problems. How do we make this genetically stable? What dose of the vaccine do we give for the best protection? How many doses and how far apart? Others were economic, political, logistical. How can we check our volunteers' temperatures when thermometers are impossible to get hold of? How can we get vaccine made in Italy into the arms of volunteers in the UK when there are no flights? Where is the money for all of this coming from? Countless incremental small steps. Some of the most important moments had actually happened before anyone had ever heard of COVID-19. 
Because whenever you are working at the cutting edge of science, you are building on decades of meticulous and laborious work that has come before. The flip side of that, of course, is that if we had been better prepared, we could have gone even faster. Those of us working in the field had expected something like this for years. At the beginning, lots of people were asking, why did we not see this coming? The answer is that we did see it coming, and we had started preparing, but we had not been able to persuade anyone to spend the money that we needed to do what was required. So what do we have to do to be ready for next time? What lessons must we learn to prevent us from having to go through this again?'